0: Welcome to Taking the Party Out of Politics. This is a podcast about understanding how politics is supposed to work, why it isn't working as well as it could be working, and what we might be able to do about it. Because by understanding a little bit more clearly how things are supposed to work and why they're a bit messed up, we might be able to get things to work a bit better, perhaps even a lot better. This is a little journey we're taking together about the systems and functioning of politics. Systems which we should all understand because those systems affect all of our lives, all of the time. And this podcast is about how we might be able to make those systems work a bit better. In season one, we took a look at how government is supposed to work from the perspective of us, the voters. In season two, we took a look at how government is supposed to work from the perspective of someone trying to get elected and then trying to do a good job. Looking ahead in Season 3, we'll be looking at what we might be able to do to make things work a bit better. Importantly, when we get to Season 3, we'll be sharing our ideas, but also sharing some of the best of your ideas about how to make things work a bit better. Welcome to the sixth episode of our little mini-series, Before Season 3. Here we're looking at people, organisations and issues which fall outside the established Party political systems. We're looking at how some of those people and organisations are seeking to influence what happens in this country and in the world more generally. In other words, seeking to affect our lives for the better. But they're not necessarily bothered about party politics. And we'll be looking at some of the issues which currently aren't being addressed successfully by our political party dominated system of politics. Today will be the final of three short episodes in conversation with Professor Anand Menon from King's College London.
1: Hi, my name's Anand Menon. I'm a professor in European politics at King's College London and I run something called the UK in a changing Europe. Today, we're going to look at something called the Northern Ireland Protocol.
0: Professor Menon, one of the big problems coming out of Brexit, out of the UK leaving the European Union, is the situation with Northern Ireland. Is there anything approaching a solution to that which is ever going to be likely?
1: Well, we have something that is a potential solution in the form of the Northern Ireland protocol. It's just that neither side seems happy with what is happening with the protocol and how it's being applied by the other side. So can you just expand for a moment on what the problem actually is? The problem is this. The Northern Ireland protocol... OK, let me go back a step. The Northern Ireland problem with Brexit was this. Of the three things the Brexiters wanted, you could only ever have two. So they wanted the whole of the UK to leave the European Union on the same terms, they wanted to leave the single market and the Customs Union, and they wanted to avoid a border between the north and south of Ireland because most people, including the police service of Northern Ireland, thought that if you introduce new border checks between the north and the south of Ireland, it might inflame violence and start to take us back in the direction from which we've come, of sectarian violence on the island of Ireland that everyone wanted to avoid. The problem with those three things is you can only have two of them. So you can leave the single market and the customs union as a United Kingdom, every bit of the United Kingdom leaving the same way. But then the border between the UK and the EU, where you would have had to have cheques because we'd left their market, would be between the north and south of Ireland. Or you could not have a border on the island of Ireland. You could leave as a whole of the UK... And not leave the single market and the customs union, which is essentially what Theresa May was proposing with her backstop. The whole of the UK would have stayed within bits of the single market and the customs union, specifically to avoid that border in Ireland or a border between Great Britain and Northern Ireland. But the more extreme Brexiters in her party said that this was Brexit in name only. It was a betrayal because Brexit meant getting out of the single market and the customs union. So option three. You can leave the single market in the customs union. You can avoid a border on the island of Ireland, but you can keep Northern Ireland under some EU rules in order to avoid that border. And that's what Boris Johnson did. Now, the logic of that is that the border between the UK and the EU lies within the UK itself. As people say, figuratively, in the Irish Sea. In the Irish Sea. So rather than having checks on things entering the EU market taking place at the border of the Republic of Ireland, they take place at the border of Northern Ireland, which remains under some EU rules. So there are some bits of the economy of Northern Ireland that are governed from Brussels, over which Northern Ireland has no say. Unionists are absolutely right. That is weird. That is bizarre. That is borderline undemocratic. It's what we signed up to. Equally, goods are checked. If you take the protocol at, at its face value, going between Great Britain and Northern Ireland because the EU wants to check what's entering its market. That too is weird. Opponents of the protocol are quite right. It is weird to have customs and regulatory checks inside the same country. It is bizarre. And it's having political effects because it's annoying the unionists who are those people in Northern Ireland who stress the link with the United Kingdom and want to be separate from the Republic of Ireland. Okay, so that's where we are. What the government in the UK is trying to do is minimise those cheques so that there is as little friction as possible when it comes to trade within the United Kingdom. The European Union is pushing back, saying there's a simple, basic amount of cheques you have to do and there's no getting around that. And that is where the standoff is. And it's very, very hard to see how you resolve that.
0: So there you have it. A protocol which requires cheques between different areas of a nation Well, that's weird, and would annoy the Unionists, those people in Northern Ireland who want to be part of the UK. But at the same time, it's quite reasonable for another country, and in this case the Republic of Ireland, but since the Republic of Ireland is a member of the EU, that's the whole of the rest of the EU, well, it's quite reasonable for another country to know what is entering into that country. But to do that, you need some sort of border between those two countries, in this case between the UK and the EU, And that's between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. And that's a problem because that would annoy the nationalists, those people in Northern Ireland who want to be part of the Republic of Ireland. As Professor Menon says, people who voted Brexit might have wanted all three of those things, but you can't have all three of them at the same time. You're going to end up annoying at least some of the people. Well, let's face it, you're probably going to end up annoying all of the people even those who are neither unionists or nationalists. Anyway, next time. That's the final episode in this mini-series. When we return with series three, we'll be looking not so much at the problems, but at what we might be able to do to improve and how we might be able to do that. Next time, on Taking the Party Out of Politics, we're going to start exploring what concrete actions we might be able to take to help our currently political party-dominated Political system work a bit better. We'll touch on some ideas we've already seen along the way, as well as some new ideas. Citizens' assemblies, for example, which we heard about in connection with our friends at Extinction Rebellion, but also new ideas like citizen scrutiny. Lots of things to think about. That's next time. If you'd like to have a look at the transcripts of the podcast, including links to all of our sources and references, please go to www.talktogether.info and follow the links to the podcast from there. And of course, if you'd like to contact us, not least if you'd like to share any ideas which you have about how we could make things work a bit better, or if there are any ideas about how politics is supposed to work, but why it isn't working that you'd like to share with us, then please email us anytime on info at talktogether.info. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then I hope you'll take the time to tell your friends, and perhaps you could also take a moment to give us a rating wherever you found us. That not only helps other people to find us, it just also really makes us feel appreciated. That would be great. Thank you.